Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 122. This is the season to celebrate everything. No matter how your ear went, you get to choose how you want to feel today, how you want to feel this holiday season, and you get to choose how you want to feel for the new year. For many in the new year, you want to be attractive to money. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, making money fall in love with you. So how are we going to do that? By slaying your money monster. My guest today, Morgana Ray, is an international best-selling author, an award-winning entrepreneur, and a seven-figure mentor coach for 27 years. She's a favorite guest on television, radio, print. Morgana has guided thousands of entrepreneurs, healers, innovators to do just that, to save the world by helping people playing their money monster and making money fall in love with them. So without further ado, enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the show, Morgana. Uh, thank you for having me, Lucy. I am so delighted to be here with you to talk about money. So how do you help your clients make money fall in love with them? Well, what I have found, because I love clients, especially women who are overachievers, super smart visionaries, and they're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. And they're still hitting this way too low ceiling in money. And I don't think it's an accident. It's because I've coached thousands of people like this in this situation. And what I found is that when you're doing everything correct, everything you're supposed to do, what your coaches are telling you to do, or your business mentors, and you aren't seeing the results that you should be seeing, something is going on on the inside to protect you from what you want. And it's really important to acknowledge and recognize that you are not your own enemy. You're not a self saboteur, but you're really truly protecting yourself from a dangerous threat. You aren't crazy. You have very good reasons and you're completely unconscious to them because it's all happening below your consciousness. So what I do with clients is I help them dig up the real reasons behind their blocks primarily money blocks, but money blocks are always related to other issues like love and worth and safety. And so we dig up these blocks. They're never what you think they are. And when you can see them, you can do something about them. And what I found was really missing in the coaching world, especially as it pertains to relationship with money, is we make money a person. Because we could talk forever, Lucy, about limiting beliefs and money as energy and money as a tool or a measure, or I think, oh, uh, Deepak Chopra calls it a feel of abundance. I love it. All of that is true. And so what? I don't know how to have a relationship with a field of abundance, but I really know how to have a relationship with a person, especially if my money is 
treating me like, like he's a bad boyfriend who is leaving me all the time, telling me that I'm not good enough, that this is the best I'm ever going to get, and making me feel hopeless and worthless and not valued and not loved. So I had that relationship and that came in very handy when I found the same pattern repeating in my relationship with money. So what I do with clients is we uncover the root cause of the block and then we turn it into a person. I call it the money monster because then when we get rid of the money monster, there's a lot of space for a completely new experience of money, a new money person who loves you, like the romance novel lover that you've ever fantasized about. And that's when people make crazy amounts of money, which still blows my mind. But I, my clients have made millions of dollars. No, not all of the millions, but we've got, you know, back in the very early days, clients were making hundreds and thousands of dollars overnight. And then it was tens of thousands. And then more and more were making hundreds of thousands. And in the last 10 years, just I more and more people making millions, because I think, you know, the more you do something, the better at it you get. So that's what I do with my clients. So you talked about this money monster. How do you slay your money monster? Ah, <laughs> that's a really good question. So that is the third step of a six, a six step process. And every step depends on the steps before it. So the first step is uncover the root cause. And you really have to get this one because it doesn't work if it's like an intellectual exercise or an abstract concept. So what you want to do is you want to dig up the stuff that upsets you. Anything that has ever made you feel not good enough, not loved, not safe. Anything that has ever made you feel like a victim is golden here. So I'm like going to be the opposite of your law of attraction coach here. What I'm teaching, I call it alchemy, financial alchemy. And alchemy is the transmutation of lead into gold. So we want to dig up the lead and separate it from the gold. Otherwise, when you have lead and you have gold and it's all mixed together, it's just what I call money mud. And you get stuck there and nothing changes. So you want to dive into any victim experience that you can milk anything out of, even if you've healed it a million times. If you can get some juice out of it, do so because you've already paid the price of admission and gone through the experience. But anything that has ever made life feel unfair or unfriendly or like you're not good enough, you want to just dig it up enough to feel it and go Ugh, like the world is a horrible place. Not so much that you traumatize yourself. We don't need to hurt you or go that far, but just enough to go, oh, my God, this is awful. That's step number one. Step number two is now imagine there's a person completely bad, like nothing good, who has done, is responsible for all of this. Like anything that has ever hurt you, anybody who hurt your feelings. Actually, you know, the more you have stuff that doesn't look like it has to do with money in your root cause, the better it works, the more money you make on the other end. So any, the, the boy who rejected you, the teacher who told you you were stupid, the thing you did maybe 10 years ago that you're still embarrassed about, you just, whatever it is, just imagine that everything that happened to you 
was orchestrated by some evil puppet master. And that when it, when you can really feel this person, smell this person, see this person as if it were a really horrible person, all bad, not good, which is why it can't be your parents, no matter how difficult your parents may have been. It certainly can't be you. It's imaginary, but it feels real and maybe even familiar and maybe scary and definitely repulsive. That when we have your money monster, which is the personification of all the bad stuff in step one. So in step two, this monster has to be so revolting and awful that you are willing to get rid of it by any means necessary. Because it comes to a point where when you have this huge collection of horrible stuff in step one and step two, the monster is so horrible. It comes down to it's either you or the monster is going to win. Only one of you is going to survive. So it's time to destroy the monster by anything you can imagine. Some clients have used a machete or a flamethrower or a fiery pit or sharks or an imaginary atomic bomb or, or a blast of love, like whatever it takes to obliterate this mean entity from your life experience forever. And that's how you get rid of it. And then if it's gone, you'll know completely, no doubt. There's like no trace of that negative energy anywhere. You just feel like this weird empty space where it used to be. Mm, I love it. So I imagine then after we rid this money monster, the next step would be to attract money. Yes. Well, and here's the good news is when the monster is gone, especially if it was a really dramatic, big, awful monster, and it was took a lot of effort to get rid of it, that makes it really easy to attract the opposite because all that's left when you get rid of the monster and everything you don't want in your life, all that's left is love. And it feels very, very frequently with clients like, oh my God, this love person has been trying to be with me for the longest time. And only now, now that I got rid of the monster, is there room for this love person to come in the way he wants to or she or they, you know, it, it works for any gender preference. Uh, mine is a he, but it doesn't have to be for you. But this new person just feels like love and loves you, loves you, wants to be with you, loves you more than anybody in the world. And we, and doesn't feel like money at all. Feels like romance, feels like the sweetest unconditional love you've ever experienced in your life. And you can see yourself through the eyes of love, through your honey's eyes. And we call this person money because that's the area of our lives that needs our love and healing. But this person is bigger than just money. This person is money, but this person is also life and love. And we come back to this person is money because then we get to have a completely different experience and relationship with money as a partner who shares our values, adores us, and wants to save the world with us. 
So from your experience, are some people destined to struggle with money more than others? I think many of us came here with a lot more challenge. I think that there are a lot of really difficult circumstances. I know that I learned a lot of really unhelpful beliefs and and scarcity patterns from my father who grew up in the Great Depression. The good news is the person who is listening, who is in the most anxiety or fear or challenge right now has a huge advantage in doing this process because it's easy for you to conjure up the money monster. That is when I'm coaching somebody that is sometimes the hardest part is to really dig up enough feeling to have a real monster. I just led my money goddess retreat two months ago. One of my clients, because I coach everyone individually, one of my clients, well, it took about 90 minutes. Another one of my clients took seven hours because that's just how long it took. So the person who is in pain, you are the most ready to change. If you're not in pain, you can still, you can still transform. You just have to dig deeper. And my most dramatic like numbers, financial results with clients, the clients who made, oh, I've got one who made $1.2 million in a weekend started out in a really, really dark, despairing place. I started out in a really, really dark, despairing place when I changed my relationship with money. So I think we start with certain challenges, but maybe they give us an advantage. I don't think anybody is destined to stay in a terrible place. I do agree with you that if you're in a darker place, there's actually more opportunities for you because you'll see a greater transformation. I do see that with my clients as well. But if you are in the midst of loss and fear, and I think many entrepreneurs or especially women, we just, we are constantly living in this state of fear or imposter syndrome about what's ahead. How do you change the relationship with money if you're just so stuck in that state? It is the perfect place to start because (laughs) I want, I want, and sometimes I exaggerate it for the client because it's like, it's like a slingshot. It creates the tension for the biggest and most dramatic and most permanent change. So if you are feeling those things. If you're feeling hopeless, if you're feeling like this isn't going to work for you, I would say, put that into your money monster. The worst thing that you say to yourself, imagine that that is your monster whispering into your ear and maybe mimicking your own voice. So you think it's your own thought, but take, take that despair, take that fear, take that exhaustion, Take and I because I have felt all of that. Take that hopelessness and put it into your monster. That is the what you're experiencing is the first step is already happening spontaneously. Now put it into something outside of yourself and then decide to destroy it. These victim experiences, which we have, and and I believe that they're sacred and it's a disservice to clients when coaches try to get them to snap out of it. 
positive, think your way out of it. You know, just pretend it's not there. No, use it because it has a gift or it wouldn't happen. It's so much more useful to use it. So create a horrible monster and then make that decision. I am not going to accept this anymore. And and there's a sometimes kind of a heavy, damp feeling to our victim experience, which is why this, this sacred warrior, this in India, it's Durga or Kali. In, in the West, it's Hecate. You may, you may know some other entities that you can use and, and slay ignorance and slay injustice and slay your monster it has a sort of rising hot energy that lifts you up out of the victim experience. And then you're in this open airy space where you can open your heart safely, safely to love. I believe change happens at the speed of safety. It is pointless to try to invite money into your life when money is a monster. So make the monster visible, slay the monster first. And that's when everything changes. I really love that personification. And I love how we're going to attract money like a lover now, right? But how is that different from the law of attraction? Oh, thank you for asking. It's funny because I'm friends with like all these people who start in the secret are my buddies. And, and I have so I have, it was a pleasant movie, but I'm sort of a law of attraction failure because it never worked for me. The problem with the law of attraction for me and the people I've coached, and I've coached thousands of people. I am very often like the, after people have tried everything else, they come to me. People who are masters at everything else come to me because of some money pain, whether they have none or they're billionaires, because I've coached the extremes. So there's, as I have witnessed it, sort of a fear of those low vibrations, with law of attraction people. And what happens is, so you have this poison below the surface and you're just putting an affirmation and a positive thinking bandaid on it. And when, when you do that to a wound, like a snake bite, a poisonous snake bite, if you put a bandaid on it, the poison turns inward and will kill you. So what we need to do is we need to suck the poison out go into the dark place and use it and not be afraid of it. Use it and clear it out. And then we don't have to pretend to think positively. We don't even need affirmations because who we are being is love. And there's really the doing part comes out of the love. Our beingness speaks louder than anything we can do. I do believe in action. The final step after you meet your money, honey, then you have a conversation with your money, honey. You find out like any question you have money. What do you need from me? My love, sweet guy or girl, what do you need from me to stay with me the way you obviously want to? Because I've been so bad at that for so long. I don't know what you need to stay with me. So tell me. And when you ask a question, you get an answer. But the final step is action, taking concrete, measurable, physical action. 
Because if you want to have physical results, you need to do something physical just to let yourself know that the relationship has changed. And also you have a body. I am not teaching you. And this is, you know, the movie, The Secret and Law of Attraction is kind of like, oh, if you just think it and vibrate it, things are going to happen. Uh, I don't know anybody who is actually in the secret who actually believes that. You have a body. I'm not teaching you to sit on the couch while your money, honey, goes out and does your life for you because that doesn't evolve you. That isn't good for the planet. That isn't the game. But instead, you have this person, this imaginary person, but to your subconscious, very, very real, who sees you as powerful, creative, deserving, magical, and wants you to go out there. And and he'll be by your side and you go out there and things happen differently. Thank you so much for giving us this great analogy and different perspective on taking law of attraction to the next step, a step even further to take concrete action on those beliefs after you've slayed your monster and you know healed your relationship with your love with money. Thank you for all your wisdom, Morgana. Is there a favorite quote that you go by? Yes, and I may have said it. I can't remember because when I speak, it just kind of comes through me. I don't script, but I live by change happens at the speed of safety. I think we're so cruel to ourselves really often unintentionally. And when love is safe, it just comes in. When money is safe, it just comes in. I also believe that money and love are just inextricably linked. You can't separate the two. So love yourself. And make what you want safe. And then it becomes easy. I love it. So if you're listening, if you want to learn a fast and effective way to remove those money blocks and become irresistible to money, check out Morgana's work at MorganaRay.com. I'll link it in the show notes. Thank you for being with us. Oh, this is fun, Lucy. Thank you for having me. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 